the Austrian Olympic Committee president. I'm Ed Hula with this latest edition of Around the Rings Radio. Today we're talking with Carl Sturz, just re-elected to a third term as president of the Austrian Olympic Committee. The AOC is in the midst of a feasibility study to determine if a bid for the 2026 Winter Olympics will be launched later this year. That's one of the topics we cover in our interview. Sturz, an IOC member, has some insights on whether the IOC should consider the selection of Paris and Los Angeles for the 2024 and 2028 Games. And he expresses concern about the European Games. Problems remain for Austria from the 2015 event in Baku, and he has some questions about 2019 in Minsk, Belarus. As a winter sports power, Sturz says the top priority right now for Austria is preparing for the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Uh, first of all, are the Olympic Games 2018 in Pyeongchang, because I'm thinking that Austria and the Austrian National Olympic Committee is really in favor for Winter Games. And uh, our preparations are on course, and we are looking forward to start with all the successful season 2017 and 18, and hopefully successful Winter Games in Pyeongchang. Uh, for for that ex- expectation, uh, I think uh, if we could make it again among the best-paying teams in the medal table, because in Sochi we are number nine, uh, with 17 medals in total and four of them in gold, it would be very satisfying indeed. And uh, I think this one is one of the most important goals in the near future. And uh, if you count the medals won at World Championships this year in Olympic disciplines, Austria would have won 21 medals. So I think we are really on course. And uh, we have some, uh, some excellent and most popular Athletes in Austria, for example, Marcel Hirscher, uh, who won six times overall Alpine World Cup uh, in a row and two, two times world champion in St. Moritz and six times world champion in total. And uh, Stefan Kraft and other uh, athletes in ski jumping, two times world champion in Lati. So I think we have some uh, really hot irons for the next uh, Winter Olympics in 2018. And maybe even beyond that, what do you, what do you think of the idea of uh, the Winter Olympics going to Asia for two times in a row? Never had anything like that happen before, uh-huh. uh, an unusual yeah. occurrence. Uh, is that a challenge for Austria and, say, other European teams? That's a big challenge. You are totally right. Because, first of all, it's very expensive for the European and especially for the Austrian standards. The traveling costs uh, are really high. And we are talking about uh, Pyeongchang and Beijing for the next two Winter Olympic Games. And we have also Japan in between in 2020. So three times in a row, uh, very expensive traveling costs for all of us. The snow conditions and ice conditions are quite special. It's different to the European standards, but okay, 
it's uh, it is as it is, and we try to do our best. But on the other hand, it's it's another possibility to bring the Olympic Winter Games back to a European country, and uh, this this brings maybe other chances for us. Right, which would be the possibility of a uh, uh, Winter Olympic bid from from Europe for the 2026 Olympics. Uh, there's very serious discussion and plans underway in Aust- Austria right now for such a bid. Yep. What's the status of things right now? Uh, currently, is a feasibility study done and uh, commissioned by the National Olympic Committee of Austria. And uh, for that, it's like an inventory, uh, a kind of inventory. So we are looking which venues are in Tyrol now uh, now prepared for for a, an Olympic bid. And for that example, we have, I think, a lot to offer. That means, um, for example, Kitzbühel, the Hanenkamp races, Biathlon World Championship in February in uh, Hofilzen, uh, Luge World Championship in Innsbruck in the last week of uh, January in 2019. The Nordic World Championship will be held in Seefeld. Air and Style in Innsbruck, uh, ski jumping tournaments in Innsbruck. So we have a lot to offer. We have, but also some lacks. It means uh, the Olympic Village, for example, and uh, maybe also the, uh, the ice skating halls or ice hockey halls. Uh, we have to discuss it uh, internally. What we can do maybe with un- other provinces in Austria, for example, Salzburg, mm-hmm. is another kind of uh, could offer maybe ice hockey tournaments, or we go for uh, ice uh, 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 running uh, and skating to Insel, for example, to Bavaria, or to do it in Bozen in, in South Tyrol. So. There are many discussions now. We are preparing this uh, feasibility study, and I think the results will show us in mid of May uh, which way is the best way to do it. Afterwards, we have to discuss it with the politicians in the province of Tyrol and also the city of Innsbruck. And afterwards, I think they will do it. To, to ask also the people of Tyrol uh, how firm it's, it's and how realistic is it to do it uh, with uh, so to do it in Tyrol in 2026. So there will be a public opinion poll, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward for uh, really good chances to bring it back to Innsbruck again in 2026. The the you mentioned the question of whether the people want it, and that seems to be a real deciding factor on whether Olympic yeah. bids move forward. Yeah. What do you think, uh, seriously, about how the public will view uh, another Olympic bid from from Austria, especially against the disappointments that Salzburg 
uh, yeah. experienced uh, yeah. in the past 10 years. Yeah. Uh, as I explained it before, uh, especially Tyrol, they show it uh, year by year by many, many great events in winter that they are able to organize it with really um, low costs. This one is one of the most important points to show the people that you could organize all the Olympic Games in an easier way, simply with less expensive, so like small is beautiful. And we would show also the IOC that this is a possible way to organize Olympic Winter Games uh, back in the Alpine region and uh, to show how to realize the Agenda 2020. And you think Olympic Agenda 2020 has opened up the possibility for a a bid such as you're being considering. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And when you you do have to file your papers, initial papers with the IOC uh, later on this year, so the decision decision process will be ongoing for the next few months. What, What time... What time of the year do you think you'll have a good definite feel for when when a decision will be made? I think in the first half of autumn we will be ready to discuss it with the IOC and with the, with the responsible people in the IOC because first of all we have to finish this feasibility study that means maybe end of May then I would like and I would prefer to go in the province, in the different villages and cities in Tyrol to discuss it with the people before we will go in the public opinion poll. And uh, so end of June, maybe July, there could be the poll in Tyrol. And afterwards, if all of this happens positive, we could discuss it in July, in August, and September, internally first, to prepare all our, our points and uh, maybe our bid, and then to discuss it with the responsible people in the IOC. So it will come up to September or October, uh, and uh, afterwards we are ready to write a letter to the IOC uh, to go for a bid. Now, you are also IOC member from Austria. Uh, there's yeah. a number of issues that you and your colleagues are going to be dealing with in the in the months yeah. ahead. Uh, certainly, one of them is going to be about the prospect of selecting two host cities for the 2024 Summer Olympic Games, uh, an unusual, yeah. perhaps, change in procedure for the IOC between trying to choose between Paris and Los Angeles. Do you have any feelings about about this potential, how the IOC might want to go about considering this? Yeah. I think just for the moment, it's just an opinion or an option to talk about the next IOC session in Lima. Uh, we, We have some examples, maybe from FIFA. They have done it so for the World Cup in 2018 and 2022. Uh, to reduce costs, yes, they could be, but on the other hand, it's very difficult to evaluate bits that many years in advance. 
So it's a controversial discussion on this subject, and uh, I'm not sure, let's say, we'll do it uh, in, in Lima. No, I don't think so. And uh, for, for this process, first of all, we have to discuss it in, in the IOC session before we go public and before uh, just to discuss it uh, with the executive board. That's a, that's a way, that is one way, that is a possibility, but um, we have to do um, it really in a, in a bright uh, discussion process and not just to say we have just two host cities. I'm not sure about it. We, we have seen it also in FIFA after Qatar has chosen uh, against other bits as Australia, England, US, and I think Japan and Netherlands. So we have first to discuss if, uh, is there another way to bring some other candidates for uh, 2028 uh, uh, also for another bit. Now it's 2024. We have two candidate cities and we have to decide about this one. And afterwards we have to discuss maybe this one could be a good way to reduce our costs and to reduce costs also for for candidate city to do it in in maybe two candidates uh, in 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 eight years. So yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, as, as an IOC member, do you, do you see the need for the organization to address its image, how it's perceived by people around the world? Because that's often mentioned as an objection to having the Olympics in the city is that the, yeah. the public has a has a bad opinion of the IOC and the Olympic movement in general. Yeah. Um, what, what would you say about that? What would you like to see as an IOC member? Uh, the negative votes in Oslo, in Munich, in Hamburg, and uh, last in Switzerland, in St. Moritz and Davos, uh, they say a lot. And we have to learn from this, from this side. The image of the hosting games has suffered in the past, especially in Europe. And uh, if the IOC are not going in this direction to bring just Olympic Games where uh, no public demonstration is acceptable, and to bring all just uh, games in countries with uh, not just democratic structures as in the European or North American countries, we have, we have to, to show that it is also possible and we have to change as quickly as possible the needs for uh, a bit to the Olympic Games. So I think for this example, it could be very helpful to bring Olympic Games back to countries where they are very able to organize Olympic Games. Or, as you could see, we have seen also positive uh, examples. For example, Barcelona, Vancouver, or London. That's positive examples for sustainable Olympic events. And this one is one of the most important things 
for the people in our countries, in our continent, in 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 our region. But uh, we have uh, to accept the difficulties in democratic countries to find majorities uh, for spending billions on sporting events. And uh, so we believe that we could do it with less costs. For example, Youth Olympic Games in Innsbruck. Yeah, that's a really good example with more than 1,000 athletes in 2012 very close to the people, very close to the youth, and this one is the right way to show the population that it is possible to organize it with less costs and to use uh, the, the, uh, the possibilities in a country which are now here and uh, which are now not investing in the next uh, few years. Maybe we have to do a little bit in the infrastructure. That means in the railway, for example, and also in the Olympic uh, uh, village. But uh, we need we need flats and apartments all in the future. And we have done it uh, with the Youth Olympic Games in the past to bring it after the Olympic Games to the people in a very fast and quick way because this one was a PPP mod model. And this one could be another example to organize it also here in, in Europe. Um, the IOC will have to be confronting, as will sports federations and NOCs around the world, changes yeah. and reforms to the to, to World Doping Code. Um, one of the early questions that's got to be settled is is whether Russian athletes should be allowed to compete at the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics. That's a decision that needs to be made in the coming months here. Um, yeah. As an important Winter Olympic nation, what what's your feeling about this question and what the, how the Russians should be treated for 2018? In my opinion, if the Russian authorities show us that uh, they would like to cooperate uh, fully, completely fully, with the standards uh, here in our countries, I think it will be possible that Russian athletes could start also in Pyongyang. It's, it's just a few months now, and uh, they have to do a lot to show us that uh, they are willing to accept also standards of WADA and also standards of the sport community. Do you provide any assistance or guidance or counsel to, to, to Russians as, as colleagues, as fellow members of the Olympic movement? If they will ask us, yes, we will do it. Uh, f f finally, what about the European Games in 2019? Are you comfortable yeah. with the plans for this event in Minsk? Uh, it's, a, mm. it's a country that has a controversial human rights reputation um, for the yeah. European Olympic Committees. Uh, it's a short window of, of preparation to get ready for these, for these Olympic Games. What's, uh, what is your opinion about progress towards Minsk in 2019? Comfortable? Um. At the moment, not. Why not? Because for us, 
the first European Games 2015 in Baku are still a very sensitive topic in Austria. As you could remember, it's a really bad accident of Vanessa Zahinovic, uh, a young girl with 15 years. She is now in a wheelchair since her accident at uh, the transportation hub in the village. We have, and uh, Vanessa Zahinovic still has not yet received any compensation payment from the government. And this is for us a very difficult point to accept. Are there discussions? So are there discussions going on now, or negotiations yes, about this? Yes, discussions going on, uh, but also the newspaper are discussing these points in the in the in the public. But uh, we try to find a way with the officials in Baku to find a solution for this poor girl, for Vanessa Zahinovic. And to talk about the sportive issues, Baku was not easy for the general public to understand. Whether the competition was at the first class European level or not, or was it just a junior field or world class, so it was not a clear picture at all. And uh, we have to find a way to do it in another way in Minsk. To maybe to combine it with the European Championship, that could be because we have too much competitions now. And uh, so far, we have not a detailed picture of what to expect from the sports program. Um, what about the political situation in Minsk? Is that a concern as well? Yeah, that's not easy, but... Uh, we couldn't find an, an, another host city at the moment. It's very difficult to find host cities for such a big and huge event. And uh, yeah, we have to discuss it also in the European Olympic Committee, how we could go further. And uh, we have uh, maybe to discuss it also on the political side. Yeah. Thanks very much. Carl Sturz, president of the Austrian Olympic Committee, our guest today on Around the Rings Radio. I'm ATR editor Ed Hula. Thanks very much for joining us on this edition. We'll see you later. Have a great day.